Hello, what is up? This is Hussein Talib, host of the Success Grade podcast, streaming now on Amazon Music. Inspiring stories of entrepreneurs and business education to help you raise the standards to achieve greatness. Find and follow the Success Grade podcast in the Amazon Music app to get every episode now. Hello and welcome Success Grade Nation to this new episode of the Success Grade podcast with your host Hussein Talib. My guest today, Jeremy Straten is the founder of the Business Legal Lifecycle. Business Legal Lifecycle aims to provide access to legal advice to all medium-sized businesses around the world. So, Jeremy, welcome to The Grid. How are you? Uh, I'm very well, thanks, Hussein, and thanks for having me. And you got my my pronouncing my name right, so all good. Yeah, awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. So, let me first begin. Why did you start the Business Lifecycle? It's, it's, is, is it something that you found an opportunity in to begin with? Yeah, so great question. And it was really around, so I'm a lawyer by training uh, and I'm based in Brisbane, Australia. And really what happened the same was I, I was acting for businesses and, and do, doing, um, you know, helping people out and assisting people with, their, with uh, what they needed from a legal perspective. And I had two matters that I handled. One where one client lost a million dollars of other people's money Mm. And another one where a client almost lost two million dollars of their own money, Whoa. and um, and when I when I ca- you know, sat down with them, and worked out what had happened, and and spoke to them and all the rest of it, uh, I, I I asked them why they didn't get legal advice because both both problems could have been solved if they if they just got legal advice, and I, I got the the same response that I, I I just get too often from people, which is they see lawyer lawyers as too expensive. They see it as something that they don't want to have to deal with. They don't like dealing with lawyers. And they think that they can just solve the problem later. And it really hit me, Hussein, that, that we've, the, the legal industry has really developed, and this is worldwide because I've studied this worldwide, uh, it's really developed into this reactive model where people come to lawyers where there's a problem and we solve that problem. The mm. problem with that approach is that there's so many legal problems that can be solved proactively if we just go and get advice and we just talk about it. So so really, I uh, at the time, I was uh, you know, really learning about life cycles of businesses and I was studying the ADIS life cycle, um, which uh, you may, may or may not be familiar with. And um, I, really, I realized that, that there was a life cycle for um, the legal journey in a business. And so I sat down um, and I was really, I, I, it's one of those moments where you can you can really just recall it um, in, vividly in your mind, mm. where you're sitting there and you're completely frustrated. And then you come up with this idea and it took a few you know, um, iterations going backwards and forwards. But, but I realized that there was a certain pattern that my successful clients had been through. And there was a certain pattern that the unsuccessful clients had been through. And I realized that, 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 that there was a cycle, there was a life cycle of how successful businesses uh yeah, implemented the legal yeah. strategies in their in their business, and and that's how it came about. So that's a bit of a long answer to your question, yeah. but uh, it, it's important to understand that it, it did come from that need. And and then we, I really did study the at that time it was around five thousand businesses that I'd acted for over the years, Whoa. and worked out what worked and what hadn't worked, and and mapped out the life cycle. So um and 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 since then, you know, I'm, as I said before, I'm based in Australia. I've expanded it to the UK and the US. And the, the the cycle is is the same across uh, all countries that, that I've dealt with so far. You're right. Yeah, it's it's when when someone starts a business, for example, any kind of business, 
whether it's online or offline it's uh, it's like uh, legal stuff normal people usually don't know these kind of things right yeah, that's exactly right yeah. because you don't know what you don't know it's the yeah. the johari window um yeah you, you, you got your unknown unknowns and yeah. if i'm your lawyer i don't know what you don't know and you don't know what you don't know either so exactly. we've got to help people to to find that that those blind spots and those risks that they have in their business yeah so why do you think that people themselves are not educated on certain topics before start a business now i assume people don't go to legal advice because you mentioned earlier it's it could be expensive from the lawyer's side it's it's expensive to pay to pay them at the beginning of the business for example right so why they don't educate themselves in the first place and i this is one of the things that you actually started the business life cycle so uh, so so why do they don't educate themselves in that area of things do you, do they find it difficult to see or what what's the reasons why i think there's probably two main reasons the first one is they do see it as too difficult yeah lawyers speak with big words and we we pretend like there's these we have these complicated concepts that only we understand Uh, and really, that's just not true. Uh, the terms that lawyers <laughs> speak in can, can be explained in, in plain English. And one of the things that I've, I've, I'm very focused on whenever we, you know, when I wrote my book, when we produced the website, everything is in plain English so that people can um, understand what they need to do. Uh, the other thing is, is just comes back to what I said before around the unknown unknowns, the blind spots. You, when you're starting a business you don't know what you don't know so you mm. so you don't know what you're missing in your business so you need to go and find that out and what i find Hassan, is even even people have been in business for 20 years I, i was you know just just this afternoon talking to a client of mine who's been in business for 20 plus years and something i thought he would know he just didn't know and mm. so just by having that conversation and just by making him aware of the different uh things that are out there we're able to help him to, to prevent problems from arising um, in the future. So it, it really comes, it, it, it's not intentional. It's just, uh, we don't know what we don't know. So we've got to, we've got to um, be proactive and find out that information for ourselves so that we can um, yeah, build, build great businesses. Yeah, exactly. So from, from your own business perspective, what was the consideration for your success? Did you see like other companies did the same before you begin? How did you approach the, your, your, your business? Yeah, so I mean, when I started my law firm, I started it because, um, and I say this completely sarcastically, I knew what I was doing better than what my old bosses were. You know that old story that when we start that we we start our business and and we think that well, we if if those bosses could do that, I could do that too. Yeah. Um, exactly. So 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 um so I started very ignorantly, <laughs> and um I realized very early on that I needed to get an education in what I needed to do in business. So I put my success down to. The education that I got, so that and that education was with the business coach, but also from uh, reading and learning, being open to new ideas. Uh, you know, I'm constantly reading. Like I have, I have a goal, Hussein, um, that I've mm-hmm. done for about the last four years of reading three hours a day. So learning for three hours a day, something, mm-hmm. um, and I, I put my success down to that. That I'm able to. I'm a sponge who can like listen to lots of different things and then I can work out what works for me and then apply it to, to what I need to do. And it just comes down to that hard work, just just you know, being, being not afraid to do the hard work and just and just keep on going.
Yeah, cool. <laughs> so let me ask you why, for example, you put, for example, this three hours per day, like to learn something new or to read about something. Why do you do that? What what does that bring to you personally and to your business? I, I think for me, uh, one, I enjoy it. I enjoy learning new concepts and thinking about how I can apply that. Also, you know, that three hours also includes uh, reading, you know, good quality magazines and, um, you know, about what's going on in the world. Uh, I, I read I read different different um, resources around that. So part of it's enjoyment. Part of it is just increasing my knowledge base, and then it's taking those ideas and thinking, okay, that idea. How could that idea apply to my business, or how could I how yeah. could I make that work in my business? And I really enjoy. I really I really find it fun to 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 study business and to study the different intricacies of it. And it's just something that I've, I just I, I just enjoy so much that uh, it's just it's a natural thing. I, I get up very early. I'm a I'm an early riser, and I you know, I have two small children, so I get in somewhere between an hour and two hours worth in the morning before they get up, and it's just something I enjoy doing. And then and then I spend the rest of my day thinking about how can I apply that in in what I do. Yeah, awesome. So I love that that you love to learn. In in general, people uh, when we are when we're in school or at universities and colleges, people don't like really to learn. We're just passing the time to get this certificate in quotes, you know. So yeah. so how why do you enjoy to learn? What's is that something that, for example, your parents put into you? Is it something that you developed developed by yourself? Uh, why why do you love to learn? That's an excellent question. Um, I I think that the the answer, not I think I, I know the answer is my de- my parents definitely instilled that early on, um, the importance of learning. Um, and I think that that there was a time when I was a young lawyer before I started my own business where I didn't do that as well. And I don't think my life, yeah, when I reflect back on it, I don't think my life was was really in a good place when I was doing that. Um, you know, I was just, I just wasn't focused in what I was doing. And it was really when I started to really focus back on learning that, that I, I saw the success and, and, and I see the success every day of the learning process. And so that motivates me to keep on going and to, to, um, to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm growing myself. Because I think you know, in the past when I haven't done that as well, I'm bored. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I find it boring just doing the same thing all the time. So there's a number uh, of reasons, but I definitely think my parents, my parents, yeah. um, you know, instilled that in me early on. Yeah, exactly. So what is, for example, one thing that you wish you knew before you even start the business? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, there's a lot. Um, I, I think probably the main, the main thing was just around. Uh, really how emotional intelligence and your own personal emotional intelligence really affects the way that your team respond to you and how mm. you build a business. Uh, you know, being a, being a lawyer, um, you know, you're often a, 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 um, a personality. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put it out there as a personality. Uh, and, and um, you know, you've got, you've got all different personalities within, within a business. And sometimes yeah. you don't think about how what you do affects other people. And exactly. I think if I could have my time again, I'd really think about the way that I acted, especially early on, even when I was an employee solicitor, and how I how I acted and how that would have affected other people. And now it's something that I do a lot of work on. Uh, I you know, I do emotional intelligence surveys. I get my team to give me feedback all the time. And it's something that since I've done that, I, I see a great reward in my relationships with them and just my enjoyment of what I do every day. Yeah. So so from from that. 
how important do you see having a real culture when I am talking about culture and whether it's a small business like a business that has the owner and two people whatever the size of the business or the company is how important it is to have a culture that sits everyone on the same page let's say I think it's crucial uh, I think it's you're not going to have a you know, a successful company if that's not the case you, you, yeah I've seen it too many times where people are at each other's throats where they yeah they, they don't understand where each other's coming from and that just creates a bad culture and when you've got a bad culture that breeds a bad uh, team and that and that you know means an unsuccessful business mm. so i think it's it is it is the number one thing that i've learned that you need to have that's important and as a leader in the business you need to be the one who drives that and that's the lesson that i learned was that i need to drive that culture and I need to enjoy to drive that and make sure that everyone's on the same page with it. Otherwise, it just doesn't work and it, and it becomes an issue. So, yeah. So, what do you think that would you consider a big failure in your business? I think, I think that not not being emotionally aware early on was a big failure. So, mm. not not knowing how to um, you know, express myself emotionally first and lead the way. And then encourage that with my team. I can think of you know, until I started really getting into this this area, um, I can see lots of examples where I could have just done it so much better, and things failed because I wasn't emotionally aware and I wasn't willing to put myself out there, and and therefore the team reacted in that way. And so, yeah, I I see that as being the root cause of of those issues. So, why do you think you you weren't uh, ready emotionally or these kind of things why why why, why? i think because i didn't know it was a thing <laughs> because i was a lawyer <laughs> i was a lawyer and and you know a very successful lawyer who who um you know can get great results for for his clients and still do and i think that that success breeds you know complacency where you think you're untouchable and mm. quite frankly you're saying you know i don't think i cared that much about other people but as mm-hmm. I've developed, I've realized that if I want to build any sort of business, if I want to build any sort of team, you have to do that. That, that becomes yeah. that becomes crucial. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's that took time. I wouldn't say I was I was terrible at it, but it certainly something was that wasn't my focus, but it but it definitely is now. Mm. So when you actually realize that people, for example, are important to business, are there certain people, for example, three people who have the most influence on you, influ, influence on you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got my my business coach. Uh, I've got my speaking coach, uh, who helped me um, do my speaking, and then um, my business manager as well. They'd probably be the three who have the biggest influence on me uh, and are the most important for me going forward. Mm. So, how did they help you? Because, like you, mm. you have your speaking coach, for example. Uh, does that brought you more confidence in 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 your life in general and for your business also? Yeah. What, what how, yeah, how does that work for you in in a positive way? Yeah. So so definitely in a positive way. So um, uh, my speaking coach. Yeah, I used to tell myself the story that I uh, wasn't a good speaker, that I wasn't a good public speaker. It's great, mm-hmm. great with clients. Well, we, great we all we all do this. <laughs> <laughs> we do, don't we? <laughs> And um, and she she really helped me to see that that it was just an excuse that it really was yeah that that I was great a great public speaker and she gave me the tools and techniques to to show me that 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 was the case and the confidence to go and do that 
And I was able to use that um, that that education that she gave me to really mm-hmm. shift my mindset and then go out there and, you know, do presentations pre-pandemic, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, pre-2020, uh, to do lots of presentations and to do them very successfully and get uh, get really good feedback. So for me, it's around trusting the person who's giving you the advice and then yeah. believing them later. Well, I didn't trust her at the time and she knows that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and, and you know that I didn't trust you. To, yeah, I, I didn't trust to begin with, but... Over time, I, I trusted the process. I believed in the process, and it, it came through the other side. And I think you're right. There's a you know, a lot of us have that. I don't, I can't. I'm not a public speaker. I can't do this. I can't do that. At the end of the day, though, we can all do it if we try, and if we we stop telling ourselves that that um story in the back in the back of our heads. Yeah. So, <clears throat> do you think is there something, uh, some kind of, for example, um, myths or these kind of things about? Uh, the the lawyers themselves around that business because like we mentioned earlier in the episode people who want to start a business they probably don't seek advice from lawyers because for many reasons for being expensive although they think they don't need it for these kind of things so what is there other myth- myths for the, around this subject do you think around this profession or industry yeah i think i think there are and, and i think one of the big ones we kind of touched on it earlier is that Yeah, the only people who can who can know this this stuff, who can know this legal stuff, are lawyers. You need to have a law degree. Mm-hmm. And one of our tags tags taglines is that you can understand the law without a law degree. Mm-hmm. You really can. It's really not that hard. Uh, you, it's just, but it's about finding the right information that works for you at the time. And mm-hmm. when I say it's not that hard, actually going and implementing, you know, some some of the things that is hard, and you need a lawyer. But to understand the broad area of You know, why you need to do certain things, why you might need to protect your intellectual property, when that might apply. Everyone can understand that. And it's not it's not some if ethereal thing that lawyer, that only lawyers can understand. Everyone can understand that. How you then go and enforce that and how you then go and actually um you know go and physically protect it, that that's the thing that the lawyer does. But the actual reasons behind why you need to do things and what it all means. Pretty, it's it's very easy to understand, and that's why I wrote my book. You know, and 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 why you know uh, we have all the resources we have on our website is because people can understand it. They just need to have the confidence to do so. For business, for businesses who are starting, how they can get cost-effective legal advice? Yeah, I, I think the first the first key is uh, educating themselves so that they understand what they might need, and then it's really finding a lawyer that they can trust. Someone that they can build a relationship with to really help them through the whole process. Because, you know, as I said, you know, I t- told the stories before about those clients that that lost lost all that money and, and almost lost their own money. They didn't have a lawyer to, as a sounding board on, on what they needed to do. They just went and did things and just thought that they could be successful later on. Uh, what they need need to do is they need to get the advice from a lawyer and build a, a relationship with lawyers. And that's part of the problem, um, Hussain, is the fact that lawyers don't see that building a lifelong relationship with their client as something that they need to do. And so that so they become very transactional. And then what happens is uh, clients seeking advice just become very transactional, never build that lifelong relationship. So if, if, if we're talking to any uh, startup businesses today, I would strongly encourage them to go and get advice now and build a relationship with a lawyer That they trust and that will give them the right the right advice going forward. It may, you may not need that relationship forever, 
mm. but it will help you from the from the beginning and it will help you to build that great business and, and avoid those legal risks that you know, they can be they can be prevented if you just uh, get the advice early on yeah. so you are a lawyer you, you are good at that you are good at lawyering <laughs> i guess so <laughs> so what are you <laughs> what are you not good at <laughs> what am i not good at um well i'm not good at maths mm. that's one of the reasons i became a lawyer um i'm not i'm not good at um oh, like any any like um physical team sport is something that i'm mm. not good at either so, really? so you, you don't support a- you don't support any sporting teams there I, I love I love watching sport. Mm. I just don't enjoy playing like mm. physical team sports. So we have rugby, rugby league, all those kind of sports. Just never been something that I've been good at, and and nothing that something that I don't enjoy doing. In Australia, the 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 famous uh, sport is rugby, I think, or uh, it's like similar to American football. This is very popular there, right? It is very popular. It is very yeah. different, though. We don't we don't wear helmets and and shoulder pads and mm. any protection. It's um, yeah. it's all it's, it's all just yeah, body I, on body. I, but, I, yeah. I actually played rugby here on oh, Jordan, and and it, it's very intense game. So <laughs> it's 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 like intense. So I I quit. So fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the same for me. I just didn't like like we played mm. it at school. It was mm. like a required thing at school and. So yeah, in, to, to answer your question, what I'm, what I'm not good at is those kind of things. I just don't enjoy them, and I think that's probably that's probably the truth of it. Anything that I don't enjoy, I just I just yeah, I'm not good at because I'm not. I don't want to put the time in to learn, and mm. I don't want to put the time in and effort into doing it. I I really I I love what I do, and I really enjoy my time. And, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So you want you want to put more time into learning more and take yourself to the next levels on the things that you already know. This is what makes exactly. a, a good entrepreneur, that what makes a good business owner, right? Exactly, exactly. Because yeah, if you're not going forwards, then mm. you're going backwards. If yeah, you're staying exactly. still, you're going backwards because everyone else is moving forward with you. So it's really important to, to, to grow as you go. As mm. you go. And, and it just as I said before, it just makes life more fun. Exactly. Yeah. So what are you looking for in the future in regards to to businesses and the type of business that you are running yeah I, i think for me um you know part of part of why i come on and, and do a lot of podcasts is i like talking to business owners and i love i love the podcast medium because you can really talk to to people and um you know at the moment uh, what we've developed is all about giving me advice for people uh in the future i would really like to develop um systems and software where we actually can help generate documents and we can actually provide more advice to people at the moment i don't think the technology well the technology isn't up to date and it certainly isn't cost effective enough to be able to do that uh, mm. but in the future that that's somewhere where i see this business going so at the moment we help you to identify what you need to do in your business uh, and you need to go to a lawyer to uh, fulfill that need to, to to block that that gap in the future we see actually being able to help you by You know, helping you draft a document, doing it properly, using AI to do it properly, to be able to then, um, you know, to, to be able to provide the full service to business owners. We're just not there yet on, on a cost-effective technology yet. I think the technology is probably there, but the, the cost-effectiveness isn't there. Mm. Um, that's that's where, yeah, it definitely will soon. Yeah. And it's something that I that I research on a regular basis and, and somewhere where I can definitely see this going. Uh, but, but that's a 
that's my big hairy audacious goal yeah so uh, what would what would you say an advice to anyone who's wanting to start a business now i, I think there's there's two things that i would say first of all uh you know stephen covey talks about in seven habits of highly effective people starting with the end in mind mm. and In my work with with startup business owners and business owners, I, I see often people kind of shirk at that. They don't like that idea because that who knows where they'll end up in in ten, even two years time. Um, <laughs> and so, the, what what I say is start up with an end in mind. Have some idea about where you want to go. Know that it will change. If you had told me when I started my business eleven years ago that I'd be recording podcasts and flying around the world and doing everything that I'm doing, I would have laughed at you. Right? <laughs> yeah. But but have a goal because all of your decisions, all of your legal decisions, should be made with the knowledge of where you want to take the business, yeah. so that you can um, you know, do that properly. So make sure that you know where you're heading, and then educate yourself. You don't have to spend three hours a day um, educating yourself. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit crazy like that. Uh, educate yourself about what business, yeah, what what you need to do. Educate yourself on on where you think you need to go, and then go and get advice. Lawyers aren't that scary, and if you and if, and if you deal with a scary one, go and find another one. We're a dime a dozen. There's heaps of us around, and you'll and you'll find one. And so 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 get the advice and do it correctly from the beginning, and it will save you a lot in the future. Yeah, definitely, exactly. And what people don't realize is that uh, when you set like a goal to achieve in whatever area of your life. That can change, and uh, deadlines can change. The most important thing, I guess, is to just to keep going at it until you achieve what you want to achieve. It's not like, exactly. uh, yeah, it's not like things are not like a click of a button. So you you have to go, you have to work at it. Yeah. So uh, Jeremy, what what would you uh, say? One takeaway for this episode for the listeners. I think it's to not be afraid. Don't be afraid to go and find out what you need to do uh, and put your head in the sand because if you do that, that's when all these problems occur. You, know, you might not lose a million dollars of other people's money, but you could <laughs> lose your business. You could lose You could lose lots of things. You know, Because I know I talk about this when I go around the world and lawyers always come up to me when I, when I talk about this stuff and they whisper to me, I had the same thing happen to me. And I, I always say to them, yeah, because it happens all over the world. It happens everywhere. So get learn and get yourself educated don't be afraid of it and that and it'll set you up for success going forward awesome uh, where can people get in touch with you jeremy yeah so as a thank you for having me on uh today i've put together a page on our website so if, if people go to businesslegallifecycle.com slash success grid just as one word uh they'll get a, a page that we've developed especially as, as a thank you uh One of our, our signature products is a, an assessment that you can do of your business. Uh, it's 97 US dollars normally. It gives about $1,000 worth of legal value. And it assesses what you're missing in your business from a legal perspective. Uh, as, as I said, as a thank you for having me on, if the listeners go to that page, they'll see there's a 50% discount that they can take on that test. So it's just under 50 US dollars uh, where they can uh, learn what are the legal blind spots of their business and Uh, work out what they need to do to to plug those holes in their business. Uh, if they want to know more, there's heaps of other resources on our website. So go to that page and you'll be able to, to go around our website and see all the other resources that we've got there. And if you want to follow me, um, I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. If they search for my name, I'm the only Jeremy Stretton who spells my name the way that I do. They'll find me on there. 
Well, awesome. Thank you, Jeremy, for being on this episode of the Sex Secret Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.